0: Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. Uh, this week, I would like to talk a little bit about uh, some of the fun things that we've been doing at the church, along with some of the fun things that we have coming up. Um, I tell you what, this fall, I just feel like since August hit, I've been running with so much happening. And I don't know if if it feels extra this year, just because of where we were the last couple of years, um, being a little more closed down than we had been. And now we're kind of up and going. And I just feel like I've been running (laughs) from thing to thing and uh, place to place. And um, it's really good and it's really exciting, but it's also just, wow. Like, how is it already almost Halloween? Like, it just feels like things have been going so quickly um, because we've had so much going on. Uh, and again, I'm just so grateful for that. This past week, the big thing that happened was Soup Kitchen that finally came back after a couple years of hiatus. Um... It came back in a little bit different form than it had been uh we did uh evening from 4 30 to 7 and we just did the soup kitchen we didn't do the country store with it this year and if you were not here for that you missed out like normally i want to always like spin things and like uh you know it was great it was awesome it was great and it was awesome And uh, it was so fun to see so many of you here and to meet so many people in the community who were just so grateful to have it back. Um, It was awesome. It was just, the church was packed. It was lively. It was, the food was delicious. The pies looked amazing. You know, um, I got to stand and greet and meet people. We had a beautiful day for it. It was just, oh. it was soul filling and soul giving in a way, um, that I think many of us have been longing for, um, a a little taste of, um, you know, things that, that have been, that can be again. And, and even though they might shift and change and form, um, what was really important was the connection, was the people, was the, um, there is something about sharing a meal together and there's something, and I loved the long tables. My family sat in between other families and across the table from other families, because literally there was one spot that had four chairs um, for us to sit in. And so we got to know some different people in the community by doing that. And, and it was just wonderful. Like I came home from that exhausted, but also just like flying high, like, Our church came together. We served together. I watched our people be so hospitable and welcoming and kind and just what a great event. And it just makes me super proud, super proud of our church, super proud and thankful for the people who really took it on and said, I know we haven't been doing it. Let's figure out a way to bring it back. Um, Dolores in particular and the team that she put together, God bless all of them. All of them, uh, they did hard work, and uh, it's fun to have it back. We did have some feedback on, you know, pe- there were people that missed uh, having the country store, and so you know, uh, if you have ideas to help uh, take it to the next level, um, let us know as as we think um, and kind of review what happened, all the good, and and we, you know, we're always looking to make those kind of events better. But here in that that. Um, It will be coming back again. So uh, the other thing that I did yesterday actually was drive our church van over to Tyndall with a lot of your donations from the clean out challenge. Um, I first let uh, uh, the Gilmores go through it and they picked out things for Habitat for the Restore or that needs that Habitat has for Habitat for Humanity. And then uh, they also took um, items to take out to White Swan, Uh, White Swan. Um, It's a community uh, that's Native American, and they experienced some flooding a few years ago, and it's just been a really hard thing to kind of build back that infrastructure and get back on their feet. And so um, Tom and Jane have been really wonderful at at kind of going out there and, and trying to meet some needs where they can. And so this was an opportunity for us as a church to do that. And then whatever those places didn't need, we took over to Tyndall to the bargain shop Um, and the reason, and I want to talk a little bit why, why, um, I chose to do that rather than just take it over to Goodwill. Um, Goodwill is a great place to, you know, if you have stuff that you don't want and and you want to get rid of it and not kind of think about it, Goodwill is, and, and I donate to Goodwill, um, but Goodwill turns around and sells their things and it's still a company. It's still for profit. Um, they do a lot of good things, but, um, I'm always looking for ways to kind of give back to the local economy, the local community, and some people in the church were telling me about the bargain shop in Tyndall. Um, we have some people in our church that are from Tyndall, that that um, we have connections there, and uh, the bargain shop is a nonprofit, and they take, um, they're run by volunteers, and whatever profit that they make, they donate back to not only Tyndall but to other communities in the area. And so I was on their Facebook page the other day. I was trying to find out when they were open and when they took donations and things. Um, And there were a series of thank you notes from the libraries of all of these small communities in the Yankton area that the bargain shop had donated $1,000 to each of the libraries through Mm -hmm. what they brought in, um, in their shop. And I loved that. I loved how they were giving back to the communities, supporting our small communities. And I I really felt like that seemed in line with our mission as a church, not so much to line the pockets of, um, you know, CEOs, but to uh, put books on the shelf to help keep libraries open and uh, a place for people to go and so um, they were wonderful and sweet and that place is packed out not only is it full of incredible stuff but it's also full of people like that is a like I'm not surprised at what they are able to give out after seeing um, just how popular it is and so if you've never gone there and experienced that I encourage you to do so I was very intentional. I'm I'm not really looking around too much because, of course, we had just completed the clean out challenge. (coughs) I just cleaned out some stuff. I didn't want to then replace it right away with more stuff that I probably don't need right now. Um, But if you are in in the market for something and you want to look secondhand, if you have the ability to go to Tyndall, um, I'd highly encourage you to do so. Uh, and thank you for participating in the cleanout challenge um i have a thought about doing maybe once every 6 months a generosity drive at the church where again we just kind of give you the excuse the opportunity to get rid of some of the stuff that, again because our stuff can really hold us down it can hold us back um and and give it away to the people who could really use it um and and maybe that's something that we can do and make a habit and a value in our church. And so if that's something that seems interesting to you, if you think, yeah, that's a great idea, you, we should definitely do that as a church, let me know. Um, I would be happy to to uh, put that on the calendar, make it happen. And I was thinking it would coincide maybe with spring spring and fall uh, cleanouts and things like that. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, what else has been going on? Soup kitchen was h- huge. Uh, this coming Sunday, uh, applications are due for leadership team. We do have a couple applications in. We still are looking <laughs> for some more people um, to apply. Uh, again, the areas that that are open: one for SPR, one for trustees, one for finance, and then lay leader. Um, here's what I'm going to do. If nobody applies for lay leader, I'm going to just ask and talk to our current lay leader to see if he would like to Um, re-up. I'm not saying that to give it an out, but I also want to be forward and upfront about how I'm going to handle that. Um, So currently our lay leader is Dan Johnson. If nobody applies, um, I'm going to give him first opportunity to re-up in that that role. Uh, And the same is going to go for our uh, annual, excuse me, I have the hiccups. The same thing is going to go for our annual conference delegates. Uh, if we have no one who's applying, who's interested in in doing that work and being a part of the annual conference then decisions that are made at that level of the church. Um, I'm going to uh, approach those who have been delegates in the past if they would like to do that again. Um, And so I would really like for for there to be applications available. And again, if you are a member of the church, you are encouraged to apply. If this is something that's interesting to you, if this is something you have a passion about, um, we would like you to be a part of it. please don't let the application scare you off. It's not difficult. It's not lengthy. Um, It's just your way of of being able to show that you have thought about it, that you're going to be intentional about it. Because again, we have a smaller group of people doing this work. And so we want to make sure the people that are doing it are committed, that they are willing to do the work, um, willing to show up and, and be a part of what's happening in the church. And so um, again, due on Sunday, and we and we say that because then we need to um, review the applications, get that before leadership team, before our CHARGE conference. Our CHARGE conference is scheduled for Thursday night, November 10th at 6.30, um, and that'll be here at the church with our district superintendent, Rebecca Trevs, um, and so that is where we will vote Um, because ultimately our slate for leadership team and our slate for the delegates to annual conference are not official until the church votes on them and so um, that's is important for you to come to those things and also it's a great opportunity to come to ask Rebecca questions about um, the church about the future of the United Methodist Church about where our conference is Um, those kind of things shall be available to answer those kind of questions. And so please mark that on your calendar um, and make sure you can come to that. Uh, Next week, we've got some really exciting things happening. On Wednesday is Trunk or Treat. Um, I love Trunk or Treat. Um, And so that changes our Wednesday night scheduling a little bit. And so at five o'clock, you can come eat. Uh, I believe that we're having walking tacos. Uh, at least I heard that through the grapevine that doesn't mean I know for sure that that's what it is but that's what I've heard and walking tacos are like some of my favorite things on earth so worth coming to that 5 30 will be worship instead of 605 which is at 5 30 uh that's not confusing at all um we're going to be having worship 5 30 to 6 15 and then uh you're invited to go down, finish decorating your vehicle. And at 630, um, Trunk or Treat starts. We are partnering with two other churches. uh, So Trinity Lutheran, the Burger King Church, um, as we affectionately like to call it, uh, and UCC Church are also sending vehicles to be a part of our Trunk or Treat and their families and kids to come. And so we want to make sure that we have a full parking lot and and we've put it out on the radio. We put it out uh, in the community to invite people to come. We want this to be just a blessing for people. So um, if you want, you can donate make candy. If you're not going to do a vehicle, maybe bring in some extra candy for those who do have vehicles so that we all have enough. Um, And just come be a part of it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And Wednesday night is the final night of the sermon series for those who worship on Wednesdays. Um, So that means getting your... Estimate of Giving card in. Uh, We're going to be doing that as part of the worship service. So we want you to bring that with you. And um, you can also do it online. uh, And we'll still participate in in that part of the service, but we're going to really lift that up to God, we're going to give that up to God and ask God to bless our intentions and bless uh, the gifts that we that we give. And so um, you can either bring that on the 26th if you are a Wednesday night worshiper, or you can bring it on October 30th if you are a Sunday worshiper. Um, so Wednesday nights, there's not, once this Wednesday night, the 26th, there's not going to be 605 um, that because of Chunk or Treat. There's not going to be confirmation. You guys are helping with Chunk or Treat. Our youth group is going to be helping with Chunk or Treat. So everything's kind of, um, We're kind of just moving things around a little bit so that we can, as a church, uh, do this as for the community and and partnering with other churches. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And then the next day, the very next day, uh, Thursday, the 27th, is the Habitat for Humanity Great Bowls of Fire Chili Cook-Off that's going to be over at the Archery Center. They've invited a bunch of different businesses, different, I think, groups, um, to have teams to make chili and then you come and you pay an entrance fee and then you get to go around trying everybody's chili and then voting for the best and I'm not gonna try to uh, influence you unduly but we do have a team and our chili is gonna be the best. Uh, i'm not i'm not in charge of making the chili which is why i can be so confident in that um but come down be a part of it it's a fundraiser for habitat for humanity it is work that we really believe in here at the church we really love to partner with them any way that we can um and so and it's also just an opportunity to have fun and be out in the community so um come look for us we will have uh matching uh aprons that have our logo the cross and flame on them so if uh if you don't recognize recognize me in a in an apron you'll know it know me by the cross and flame um but that's happening thursday october 27th again it's a fundraiser um for habitat for humanity and we just we want to be a part of it and so we're going okay. to do that and that's going to be great um and then like i said 30th is the final day um you can turn in your estimate of givings after that, and you can do it online after that. But again, uh, we want you to do it and and to come and be a part of worship with it, um, because our giving is a part of our worship. Our giving is a part of our discipleship. Um, what we choose to do with that and partner with God in that uh, matters, and so uh, we want to treat it that way. And so we want you to to be intentional about bringing your items um, then. So. Uh, yeah. What else? There's just, like I said, I feel like I've just been running, running, running. um, ushers. We need ushers for Wednesday nights. Um, lately there is a sign-up sheet, uh, in the kind of narthex. Narthex is a very churchy word in that area right before you come into the sanctuary. Um, there's a sign-up sheet out there for ushering. Um, and if you would like to do that, but you don't know what it involves, just come talk to me or stop by the office and we'll we'll kind of give you a little training. It's not difficult work, but we really do need people that are intentionally going to be doing that work on Wednesday nights because we do have people here and we need someone to hand out bulletins. We need someone to acolyte. We need someone to count how many people are here in worship. Uh, you know to welcome people that are coming in maybe a little bit late and making sure they feel welcome and know where to go and have what they need and so um please consider it (laughs) it's not again not difficult work but but important work um and yeah god is good god is good i really feel like we are on the right track that god is blessing the efforts that we're doing that this church is um we're we're finding our way. We're headed toward the. We're we're moving, and it's good, and it's good, and I'm grateful, and I'm excited about what's coming up after this series on Defying Gravity. We're going into finding God, finding faith in movies, and we're uh, I'm picking movies that you have suggested, and so I'm excited about that. Um, and thank you all for the great movie suggestions. I've got movie ideas now for many weeks to come so um i think with that i'm gonna i'm gonna sign off for the week last week we had an extra long uh uh episode and so this week we'll keep it a little bit shorter but as always if you're ever interested in something in the church uh would like to know more about it would like to visit with me about anything going on um in our church or the or the larger united methodist church i'm always happy to visit with you i'm happy to do that um, you know, I'll take you out for coffee. I will, I will do any of that. So um, please never hesitate to um, reach out and say hi and ask your questions. So until next time, God bless. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Going On, a podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. We'd love to have you join us for worship on Wednesday nights at 6.15 or Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. You can also worship with us online at firstumcyangton.org, or find us on YouTube.